Well, hey there, everybody. This is country music superstar slash guy who looks like he works at a muffler shop, Jason Aldean. And when I'm not busy writing and singing songs about the varied size and color of farm vehicles, I like to follow my favorite comedian, Chad Daniels, on tour. Here's where you can get some of his upcoming shows. Spokane, Washington, home of the coronavirus, March 11th. Tacoma, Washington, also home of the coronavirus, March 12th through the 14th. Appleton, Wisconsin, the heart of this country. Skyline Comedy Cafe, April 9th through 11th. And your ass better not forget Jason Aldean, San Antonio, Texas. April 21st, on down to Houston on the 22nd, and then he heads to a city that I prefer to normally only just drive through, but I'll stay there for a couple days, because Chad's at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival in Austin, Texas, the 23rd through the 25th. Then he heads up to New York, not city, but uh, Syracuse, Funny Bone, April 29th, Albany, New York, the Funny Bone on the 30th. Then he goes to a place in Connecticut called Un... You know what? Club's called Comic Roadhouse. It's in Connecticut, May 1st and 2nd. Charlotte, May 6th, Comedy Zone. And Raleigh, North Carolina at Goodnights, May 7th through 9th. Get all your tickets at chaddaniels.com. Get all my merch at jasonaldean.com. And enjoy today's episode of the podcast. Come around downtown now. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Across from me is my host, Cyagra, Cyalis, Cy of the Tiger. I like that one. I know you don't. <laughs> I don't. I think it's really uncreative. I think it's one of my least favorites. Cy of the Tiger? That one is, I mean, they're all bad. Hello! It's Cy Amundsen, everyone. Hello! I like how you didn't say co-host. You said I was your host, as in either I'm inside of you, or, no, wait, yeah, you're wrong. inside of me. Exactly. Yeah, bummer. <laughs> That's not. You caught it, and you caught it correctly. And by it, I mean the coronavirus through my dick. Who is in the corner? <laughs> we have in the corner, as usual, but this time turned around staring into the corner like Blair Witch Project. I don't like it. We've got hay bales. Hay bales in his khaki shorts and a, an increasingly, an increasingly Orlando Bloomish goatee. <laughs> look at that thing. If that, if that doesn't look like a guy who would immediately get a job at a pirate-themed restaurant, you, you do look like you're about to <laughs> sail the seven seas. Arr, matey, let me tell you about our shrimp platter. That's the that's the vibe that is going on in the corner today. <laughs> Could you imagine being a waiter in a fucking restaurant like that where they make you go, are you hungry? <laughs> it's you know it would be. It would be nonstop. I would I, I can promise you that if you gave me that job, whereas a lot of people would want to kill themselves, I think I'd be eight months in at home with Jen and be like, Hey matey, pass me the pasta and she'd she'd be like, You're the worst, you can't have that job anymore. No one would ever get their food on time because I would be busy using those little tiny swords from the drinks where they put olives to <laughs> sword fighting kids at my table. Just like Are you ready to sword fight? Move your pussy dad out of the way. <laughs> and then just actually snap. <laughs> what happened to you? You 
plastic cuts all over my arm. We did. Uh, we're recording the day after the live podcast. It's true. And we, you know, I know a, a lot of people were curious if we we're going to put it out. We, as of right now, our methodology is we put on a cool. It just seems political. Methodology. Seems like a politician right now. Let's saying like, <laughs> as of right now, I'm not committing. I'm not not committing. We have to get Ohio on our side. So our methodology is going to be something Ohio-ish. What we're gonna, what, it was. We just wanted a cool event. Sure. We wanted it to be a cool event for the live people. We got video of the whole thing. All of it. So we are, we've heard, we've heard the cries and we've heard people call us dumb. So we are going to start a YouTube channel. Okay. That's something we're going to do. So there'll be clips. Our, our ideal situation is there'll be clips. And this yeah. is not a McLean's Corner thing. This is, uh, this is something we're going this to do. This is something we are going to we, do. We do always have great ideas. Yes. This is one we will follow through on. There's going to be clips from the live show. Uh, and plus, we when we start in other markets that we can do this everywhere because we had a blast, we want it to be special for the people who come. So we're of course. Little, little private. You're our little, uh, you're our little affairs, our little side pieces, right? We're going to treat you right. No, nope. we're gonna treat you right. Okay, but yep. but you the marriage <laughs> the marriage is the real, is the podcast. I don't know where I'm going with this, but we are ready to cheat. And What's can, happening right I now? I can tell you, nothing that we come up with comes to fruition. That's true. That's really the only true. people that are worse than us about coming to fruition are the Cancer Research Foundation. Oh God damn it! Well, it's true. I mean, how how many fucking times do people have to walk across America? For you to find a horse pill that works. Give me a break. That's ridiculous. My mom takes a big $5,000 a month horse pill because she has a protein in her body that could bring breast cancer back. Fucking fix it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Magic Johnson fucked his way across the country. Everyone's like, he's got AIDS. Zip it up. He's got AIDS. If Magic can get AIDS, anybody can get AIDS. And then he fucking fixed AIDS. He fixed AIDS by opening movie theaters in rough neighborhoods. <laughs> Let's get somebody with cancer to fucking do some shit. Clean up a neighborhood. If you have cancer, let's see if it works. <laughs> I know sometimes I go on these rants. And no, I, don't, I never planned. I, that one weird. wasn't about the rant. That one was more about like I the connection there where we were finishing up telling people like <laughs> man we had we had the time of our lives at the live podcast we're so excited for everybody to have come and we're gonna do more of them we're gonna put it up on the internet and chad goes and these motherfuckers that are out there researching cancer they need to come through that's and right. i don't disagree with you i just um, it amazes me that your brain put it together like that that's uh yeah my brain is um i'm gonna go with broken oh yeah i'll do that might be because of uh, someone slipped my throat yeah, yeah, you do have a. That's fun for you to point out that you have a double chin wrinkle under there. I've never noticed that I before today. My, I think it's family related. It looks like it looks like uh, those khakis that your wife folded and then put in a place that you didn't find them for like seven or eight months. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great analogy. Except it's a neck. That's a great analogy. <laughs> and I've seen uh, people in my family. Yeah. And I know that this is part of the deal. Yeah. And I know that I'm about one sleeve of Oreos away from this becoming a gullet <laughs> where i can just eat and then 
<laughs> choke it down like a pelican. Yeah, I would love if because you always talk about how fat you're going to get. If you're going to actually get fat, if you could get the sort of fat that looks like you just this is where you store the food like you you oh, chew worry. here and then underneath this underneath this let's call it a hooch underneath this neck hooch there's probably some sort of second chewing system that pulls food down when you're yeah. not at a meal i would like that um i'm on my way my daughter i trimmed my beard mm -hmm. and my daughter came up and she touched my jawbone mm -hmm. and she goes dad wow I haven't seen your jawbone in a while. Oh, she goes, your double chin is gone. And then I like pulled my chin back into my neck and she goes, oh, <laughs> guess who's back? You and I made simple changes and it did affect us. You you brought your hooch out and I cut my hair shorter. And I, I, I don't think it necessarily looks bad, but I think if somebody was like, hey, what's that patient doing out of the hospital? It's really given me like the wind could blow this man down the street type of vibe. So we really tried to make good changes and went throwing. Like, can I can I tell you just so you know? Yeah, I'll be your paperweight. OK, yeah. If I could just have a little bit of that hooch for my cheeks to I'll fill up, I'll just sit on your lap. Oh, pass. So <laughs> the only thing that I think is worth mentioning about the other than that, thank you so much to everybody who came out. And that is true. We, we had people travel from both coasts from the bottom of the country, yep. from, from every part. It, it, was, it was so fascinating. When we said who traveled to get here, it felt like half of the audience was clapping. It was an amount that uh, made both of us very worried for how it was going to go. Yeah, yes. <laughs> we're like, oh, man, we really need to be funny. Yeah. A, a, an airplane was involved. Luckily, Kevin was there. That was... I know. That people... We, we brought Kevin out, and I was... I was really nervous to to be honest to bring Kevin there because he doesn't love people a lot, and I like and all everybody who was there was so sweet and all our fans are so wonderful. They, just quickly, they say mm -hmm. a dog's personality reflects its owner. That's accurate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think on all levels. I think probably when Kevin was born, loved people. Yeah. Then hung out with you for a couple of weeks and was like, "Who are these fucking people?" <laughs> and also, uh, I mean, I think this is an opposite, but Samesy's thing. He loves to pee inside. <laughs> He's supposed to pee outside. Yep. You're supposed to pee inside. We're opposite samesies. Opposite samesies. If the dog's going to piss in the house, I'm going to piss outside. <laughs> we need to keep the universe balanced. <laughs> Well, because I love how much everybody thinks Kevin's great, but I was worried if anybody saw him outside of the show, they would have to, they'd want to be like, can I hold him? Can I get a picture of all these things? Sure. And anybody who messages us, I every I love the messages we get. I, I genuinely yep. do. I, but every once in a while, you'll get one, a guy, he's like, hey, I dressed my, I dressed my kids and wife up like Kevin the dog and made him sing the Frink Frank song. You're like, <laughs> Well, Jenna, we got to change our fucking names because someone's going to eat us. So I had I was also just like, dude, the people who <laughs> the people who love dogs like lo and I, those I love dogs. But there are people who love dogs where I was fully expecting just like to walk out of the green room mid show and just see a woman out there with like a cage and a treat fanny pack. Like Kevin, 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 and just to kidnap him. So, yeah, we smuggled him in through the back of the room. He, he was, came in the tunnels like Elvis before he got fat. Oh, yeah. He, he got really that did. celebrity treatment. Yeah, it was, it was unbelievable. It was really nice. I've never even been back in those tunnels, and I've snuck around when the place is closed. Yeah. 
they said this is where they bring in this is where they bring in because every once in a while Acme will have a large name there, mm-hmm. uh, and that's where they bring him in. So that's where Kevin and his dick came through. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I get asked to uh, come through the front door, and I'm never bothered. Yeah, that's true. checks out. People are like, oh, that can't be him. <laughs> it's been a year. Nobody ages that quickly. Jeez. Who's that uh, Chad impersonator over there with the hooch? <laughs> Looks like look, somebody look, broke look. the Santa Claus. <laughs> there's, a, there's a hefty Chad tribute act at the show tonight. I wonder if he's opening. <laughs> what if there was? That'd be so great. And a, a tribute act for me would just be like, There's no way that guy isn't named Thud Daniels. <laughs> Hey, y'all, I'm Thud Daniels, and I'm here with some of my greatest hits, including yelling at that lady at the store and yelling at that fella at the store. And here's some shit my kids said. (laughs) Hey, my kids are smart and dumb. Now watch me talk mean to this bitch at a Super America. I'm Thud Daniels. I mean, I think I'm changing my career. I think that's. I think I'm. I might be Thud Daniel. So adorable. You think you have a career now? <laughs> Speaking of my kids, I do want to tell you this. My yeah. daughter failed her driver's test. Yes. So on my birthday, we we went outside and practiced driving. Right, and I. It was cold. Fun. Cold and windy, mm-hmm. and we couldn't figure out the exact. So. You have to do a 90 degree back into a parking spot, part of the test. But she couldn't see where the lines were necessarily. And when during the test, they have cones with big flags off of them. Mm-hmm. So I had to stand outside like a cone on my birthday. How was your birthday? I don't know. I was a cone for my daughter. So if she bitches about me when she's older, fuck her because I'm a cone on my birthday. So we figure all that out. We go and we do the, uh, the parallel parking. Mm-hmm. And she takes the test mm-hmm. and everything goes great. She's basically passed the test. She aces the 90 degree back. She aces the parallel parking, aces everything else. But then. Oh, no. Did she hit a kid? <laughs> she. Uh, when you're taking a driver's test and you're you're going through an intersection, you have to turn your head all the way. So the instructor sees that you're turning your head right now. Grownups don't do that. We just flash our eyes a little bit. And so. The light is green. She looks, looks, but that's two seconds. Right when she looked, she figures it turned yellow. But when she turned back and looked at it, she thought it had just turned yellow. So she goes through it because she's almost at the crosswalk. She Mm -hmm. could have slammed on her brakes. Gets almost to the intersection. Red light before she's through. Automatic fail. Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) Then the instructor goes... Uh, are you the, are you with Olivia Daniels? And I said, yep. How'd she do? She goes, failed, ran a red light. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, that's a bad one. That's an automatic fail. I'm sure. And she goes, she can't take the test this week, but she can take it in one week. I go, no problem. So we go home. I log on to get her another appointment. A month and a half is the earliest appointment. Oh, So I start checking towns in the area. Nothing. There's no appointments available except an hour away, but that's June. That's not until June. So it was pretty nuts. So I get in the car with Olivia. Now, granted, could I have worked more on the driving when I was helping her? Yes, because a lot of times I'd be like, you need to figure out how to spin your keys like Doc Holliday. (laughs) 
And then you can be like, I'll be your Huckleberry, but you need to get it down perfectly. And we worked on that kind of shit. And so now I think, well, now you don't have your license. You don't have keys. What the fuck was this about? <laughs> so we're driving. I told her she could get some pie no matter what. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get pie after the test. Just wiping tears away from her face. Uh, sad pie. Yeah, sad pie. And she uh, gets to a f the, the main light in Fergus Falls, which is the two main roads. And there's a lot of good, there's a lot going on. A lot of, lot of turning lanes, a lot of arrows, all this shit. And she gets there and she goes, she's coming from a direction she's never come from. And she goes, I don't know. Uh, can I go? What do I do? And I was like, perfect that you failed. <laughs> you do not deserve a driver's license at all. <laughs> But she does have the thing down perfectly. But she can dock holiday. I'll be your Huckleberry. Just oh, good. There's no way. I. What are the odds that you pass a driver's test right now? There's I. If if I have to leave this studio and Haybales is nodding his stupid pirate's goatee, that's the most cocky Haybales. Outrageous. You want to know why he's cocky today? Why? I'll tell you because last night at the live podcast, my ears are still ringing. From the applause he got. Yeah, for all the work we do to talk, people sure love a little <laughs> cackling, don't they? They sure do. He's a he's khaki cackler. I a like real to call khaki cackler. And he's got he I would I would describe him as the Bruce Springsteen of this podcast. He's the man of the people. People they, were and, and then I'm gonna also say this. He, so we they went around and high fived everybody in the club. Born in khaki shorts. That we're gonna have to cut that. That was such a bummer. No way. And then he gets up to the stage kind of poses a little bit drink some Coors no he didn't, yes, he, he didn't no he didn't kind of pose oh. i'm not disagreeing with okay. you he definitively posed yeah, that's and then he side angled to drink the beverage that's what i mean it was like oh what are, are you an nfl quarterback at an nba game are we gonna turn the lights off and just see my silhouette awesome turn and then he held it for a little bit yeah Unbelievable. It was it was outrageous. And I'll tell you, in a night where we got gifts from people, yeah. it's not great that I went home self-conscious that Hay Bales was more beloved than me. <laughs> I'll accept it and I'll move on from it, but it's not what I needed to have happen. But I, there's there's no way I'm passing a driver's test. There is no I can I'm a I can parallel park like sure. a like a champ. But that 90 degree thing, do you ah, wanna know do you wanna just know hit why, a car and go home? You wanna know why you can't? pass a driver's test right now it's because having your permit in this is like being an illegal immigrant in this country okay so well, like, you have to follow every put this next to the cancer take no no, no no you have to you have to follow every single fucking rule to a t or that's it but once you get the license once you get your green card once you right once once you're one of us yeah then you can do whatever so i i really because Olivia, I, I don't know if I've told you this before, but when we're in the car, anything she does wrong, I go, fail. Yep. And then she started doing it to me. Well, it's very funny, and she probably does it a lot, that means. Oh, absolutely. I haven't stopped at a stop sign since fucking 97. <laughs> <laughs> There's a stop sign by Jenna and I's house that I don't roll. I cruise it at 30 miles per hour, oh, generally. Wow. And it's because it's one of those where, like, it's a T. And the 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 stem of the T. What's that called? The I don't know. The T. The 
the <laughs> bottom of the T, so you know, the bottom T part. Out sure. yell the bottom of the T, so the bottom of the T, there's a stop sign there. Okay. And you can see the road all the way down. So I can see if anyone's there and if anyone's coming, and there's nobody possibly coming. From, why are there stop signs right here? What know. what mom's organization? <laughs> it's like Billy's kickball goes in the street sometimes. Just I'm and I just blow it, and it's it's not Jenna's favorite thing I do. Buy a I... net, Betty. <laughs> this goddamn ball's been in the street for two years. Teach him to kick it straight, Beatrice. Did you say by Jenna's house? Maybe. I think you did, and everything, <laughs> checks everything out. going okay? Yeah, I mean, it is her house. You guys are still married? Some guys some guys run their house. Other guys run around their house. I'm a guy that just is happy to live at my house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. So another thing with uh, I dealt with. Nope. <laughs> oh, that was great. That was a really great start. No, another thing, and in there, get in there and do this. Live out, whatever name is. Who's this guy? I don't uh, know. Some kind of a uh, guy who, uh, you know, we used to. Your face gets really old when you go forward like that. That's yeah. you always talk about how old you look, but right now yeah. it's upsetting to be near. No, it's okay. It's uh, fine. <laughs> I haven't had to talk to too many people. I'm used to receiving orders from uh, waitresses when I'm back in the cook line. Yeah, this is the head chef at the pirate restaurant. I knew that's who it was. Absolutely. I knew that's who it was. Uh, so, um, I can't remember what I was going to say. Your daughter, Olivia. Oh, yeah, my daughter, Olivia. So, she failed her driver's test. Before that, we didn't do any driving. We were in Florida. So, she didn't get to practice the week before because I wasn't going to let her drive in Florida. That's a good decision. And the first you might day, hit a dolphin. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big Florida guy. She is a bad driver. Yeah. She might actually hit a dolphin. She failed, Chad. Hit a dolphin. <laughs> Automatic fail? <laughs> so so we're get, getting to Tampa. It's raining. I go, what do you want to do? And she goes, I go, you want to go to a museum? And she goes, no. <laughs> and I was like, all right, what should we do? Let's go to the zoo. And I go, it's raining. Well, the deal was it was warm rain, so she was fine with it. Okay. So also, why is she so condescending? What's why is a zoo better than? In my opinion, she wanted to go to the zoo because it was outside and the museum was inside. Okay, it was and, it was it wasn't like right. paintings. Meh. Oh no no no, she's animals. In, she, yeah, she's into that kind of shit. But like at the beginning of winter. Okay. At so the this, end this, of winter, this she's is this is just like I'm not going in a building when right. I'm in Florida after I just sat through this exactly ass weather. Exactly. Yeah. Got it. So. Um, we go to the zoo and we kind of have it to ourselves when it's raining. I don't know if you know this about the Tampa zoo, <laughs> but when it's raining, they bring all the animals inside and clean up the shit. We saw a lot of, they human call beings. that, they call that arcing. So, so we walk up to like the Noah's Ark. Really? Hey, Bales, go fuck yourself. <laughs> the shit you laugh at on this show. <laughs> oh, that was hurt his feelings. That's an actual feelings are hurt. I wasn't. I didn't need a bunch, but I said arcing, and he looked at me like, "What a dumbass." No, I think no. But when the way you said, "Really, the shit you laugh at on this show," that would you that hurt your feelings. Yeah, I might as well have been. Come on, Dad. Come on. <laughs> um, so we walk up to the primate section. All the primates are gone. Mm -hmm. People are raking. And I yell, they taught him how to rake. <laughs> I turn around and I screamed to everyone else. I'm like, I'm like, you get up here. They taught him how to rake. <laughs> and Olivia's like, dad. And I go, you have no idea. 
So uh, we end up like we're walking around and here's the thing. I will try to call back an animal anytime I hear it. Doesn't matter what animal it is. But if like if you hear a bird in the, a distance, it goes ah, 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 like that. Yeah, that was a seagull with AIDS. But I uh, no. Hep AIDS, C. Hep C. Hep that C. is that is a Hep C that goal. Seagull had Hep C. Hep C oh, goal. No. <laughs> the show's over. We did it. <laughs> we finally. <laughs> oh shit! Have you ever seen the movie PC? Jenny, is that a Hep C goal? <laughs> yes, I with Jeremy Piven. Yeah, I love PCU. When uh, when he when the guy gets up, he's writing his thesis on Gene Hackman movies, mm -hmm. and he sees uh, whoever the other actor is, and but he goes. Oh, this is my thesis. And he finally gets up after the whole movie. And he goes, pins and needles, pins and needles. That felt like what you just did. Hap Seagull, we're done. Pins and needles. We are. <laughs> so anytime I hear an animal, but I'm real bad at doing them back. Yeah. So there have been a couple times where it'd be like, ah, ah, like that. And I'll yeah. just go. <laughs> it's not like someone's trying to start a lawnmower and then employees will stick their heads out like who the fuck is that one of our animals sick so we end up going to the giraffes i love mm -hmm. giraffes and uh yeah they lick uh, they can lick all the way around a, a human's head yeah that's what we tried to do we oh, tried to get one that's what you were that's what you wanted to be there so, you wanted you wanted to get swirl coned by a giraffe yeah like um sir do you have a cow lick yeah you fucking wish giraffe lick nice and so we go up into this little it looks like um imagine a restaurant on a lake with an upper deck like mm -hmm. a deck in the second level so we're like we're gonna go up there the giraffe's gonna come over i'm gonna get a picture with a giraffe's head looking at Olivia and her looking back with a difference in head size. Kind of like, amazing. man, these two roommates aren't going to get together at all. <laughs> <laughs> this spring on Fox. <laughs> I love how I, I picked spring, which no shows start in spring. Following Hep Seagull. <laughs> <laughs> that seagull's been fucking around. So we get up there and I'm waiting for the giraffe and it's not coming. Mm -hmm. Now, you need to know something about this. There is a locked gate. We're not supposed to be there because this is the meet and greet area and only if a zoo person works there. So I jumped the thing and my daughter's like, what? And I was like, get over here. And so she jumps it. And now I feel like I've really, I've made her break the law as a dad. Awesome. Sometimes on, on Instagram, people be like, Chad, I think you're a great dad. And I'm like, you don't, you see the pictures. You're looking at pictures right now. You don't know what happened for us to get here. So Olivia is freaking out and she's like documenting the whole thing on Snapchat on Snapchat. She's like, oh, my God. So my dad made me jump over the turnstile. And it was like a lock gate. And like, we're going to get in so much trouble. It's going to be amazing. But she's still doing it in a way that it's perfectly shot. So she's holding it up in the selfie mode to get the giraffe in the background. Like, And here we are in the giraffe. Exhibit. And it's like, I'm freaking out right now. And so then the people from the zoo, they come over and uh, they're like, hey, what are you guys doing up here? And I just go, oh, it's raining. We were just trying to get out of the rain because it was soaking wet. And we saw this was the only thing that would really keep us dry. And the guy goes, all right. And he left. And so now my daughter, I think she's going to be fine because someone that worked there just said it's fine. Ooh. But she doesn't. She goes back on Snapchat. <laughs> you guys, my dad, like, saved the day. <laughs> the zookeeper came up and he was like, what are you guys doing here? And my dad was like, 
getting out of the rain. <laughs> and it was like amazing. My dad's my hero. <laughs> it was the craziest shit in the world. Did she did she button it with my dad's a hero? She said something like that. My I can't hero, I love it. I can't remember the exact wording. Then all these people, it starts to, it, like, the rain goes down a little bit, and all these people come, and we don't want to jump the gate in front of them. So then I take a page out of Olivia's handbook, and I start snap, Snapchat, Snapchatting it. Yeah. And I go, uh, you know, it's really great to come here. Uh, you know, I work at the zoo six days a week, and it's nice to be here on my day off so I can bring my daughter to the meet and greet area in the giraffe. And then all these people are like, you work here? Like, uh, Snapchatting, hold on. <laughs> Classic. It's a good out. Yeah, Snapchat is going to save the world someday. I don't know. Maybe it'll cure cancer. <laughs> people people are in their car right now like, oh, no, did a wire get unplugged? <laughs> Size just falling apart. <laughs> I My big experience of the last week uh, was also animal involved. But it started. You always scare me when you say stuff like that. I know. It started at the casino. And I know I got a somebody mentioned on one of our posts about the show. They're like, my favorite part is how Cy condescends all the casino people and somehow doesn't realize he's one of them. And I do realize that. Uh, and uh, I've accepted that I am. Sure. That's I, if you see me, like I can see that guy spending nine hours playing blackjack. Yep. And any anytime you say, I have a story about it, it's animal related. Mm -hmm. It started at the casino. Yeah. I'm assuming flamingo or Komodo dragon. This one? Horse. Oh. Now, here's the thing. Oh. The card club where I play horse tracks, so that doesn't seem weird, but it's winter. So let me tell you what happened. I okay. walked into the card club with the intention of losing my money. And there was a big group of, like, in the waiting area, there's this big group of people, and there's normally not people there, right? Sure. And there were, like, little kids and stuff. And they were all, like, they were all dressed very funny. Like, they basically look like they would be in my family. Like, a lot of camo. <laughs> there was, like, there was, like, if no one had a hat with a team on it, it was all either, like, uh, like a bullet brand or, like, sure. hey, here's my Copenhagen hat. Uh, a lot of Copenhagen hats. And so uh, I tap this uh, camo jacket and I'm like, hey, man, what is what is this? And this is a direct quote from this man. He goes, a bunch of dipshits are going to race behind horses on skis. So that's what we're here for. Wow. And I, I literally I was like, OK, you OK, I'll, I'll come with you guys because you why you have to go to something like that. It's apparently yeah. called Extreme Horse and this isn't me not knowing how to pronounce something. I just don't know. You know, in other languages where a J is an H, I don't know. I don't know exactly. Can I guess this is uh, Scandinavian? It is Scandinavian. And I'm going to say the J is a Y then. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's correct. So it's if it is a Y, it's called Extreme Snow Horse Skioring. Skioring? Skioring. Okay. Skioring. And what it is is people get on skis they tie a rope to a horse and of they just they and they race and they get pulled and they fall and it is amazing and i have i go ahead i was just gonna say here's what's wrong with people mm -hmm. right people do this and then a person's gonna go i won ski oaring and it's like no you didn't your fucking horse did quit taking credit for all the animal shit 
The other side of that is if I hear another dipshit talk about a horse like it's an athlete, I just can't. I just can't be a part of that. He's not an athlete. He doesn't know if he won or lost. He just knows he wants that tiny man the fuck off of him right now. They did the top 100 athletes. This is where this started for Secretariat? me. Secretariat? Yeah, Secretariat. I will tell you one thing that was pretty cool about Secretariat. And I don't know if I'm not saying a, he's not a cool horse. No, 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 but I'm just saying I don't know if this was an accident. And I know sometimes babies smile when they have to fart. <laughs> I understand that. That could have been this. But when the photographers were taking pictures... He turned to them and fucking showed his teeth and smiled. That's incredible. I think that's fascinating. When a horse is like, what's that? You knew I won? All right. <laughs> I mean, that's amazing to me. Well, that's, Mr. Ed could talk. It's not that big a deal. He put peanut butter in his mouth. Oh, I thought they shocked his gums. <laughs> did you see his face? I thought they should. That was so fast. I thought they did. You've been holding on to this info. Yeah, I was a kid. So I thought since I was like eight, I thought they gave him electric shocks. And he went, hello, Wilbur. I mean, not with the voice. Somebody right. else did the voice. But I thought that's how they made the Wilbur lips. The point is, okay. I know we're not big advice guys on this show, but I can I can dole a fair amount out here. Sure. If you have a chance to go to something that somebody else would think is ridiculous, you have to go. Monster trucks. Yep. Absolutely. WWE events. Huh? And one street ball. Are you kidding me? Throw your do-rag on and get in the front row. Those Agreed. are, they're the most fun in the world. Yep. And I'm also a fan of, of, I like the concept of like double sports. Like you're going to ski and get pulled by a horse. Right. Do you remember slam ball? Yeah. Trampoline basketball? Yeah. Fuck yes. I don't know what the other one, what's, what's it called? Here's where Biathlon. Yeah, I call it skiing with a rifle. Yeah, I call it ski gun, but they uh, <laughs> ski guns good. I love we're, that's why we don't let you name anything. Yeah, <laughs> this we, we're in a new studio today. It's 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 a room microphone. Welcome to the room microphone studio. Uh, I'll do uh, any anything. I would watch almost anything that's like like, hey, today we're playing horseshoe knife toss. One of you throws a horse, the other one tries to dagger in. I love all that shit, too. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, you're good at gymnastics? Try it in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> I would watch that all day long. How, how good would a marathon be if at the end of every mile, you had to, you, there was an eight and a half foot or eight foot basketball hoop, and you had to dunk on a volunteer? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm sick of normal sports now. Yeah. I just thought about it and I'm like, oh no, this just ruined it for me. Ah, you know what I miss? Strongman competitions. You remember? Magnus Vermagnuson. Magnus Vermagnuson. Big hulking muscle of a man. Man, so nice they named him twice. With uh with a with a middle syllable in there. Yeah. I, I, all day long, I mean, you turn on ESPN and you're like, what the fuck is it? Just put a guy on there pulling a truck with his ears and I'm glued to the television. Yeah, I think Magnus Vermagnuson, if you ever saw an interview with him, you're like, well, this guy got to go to college because he's so strong and all this stuff. And like, they gave him money to go and do things mm -hmm. and like throw the shot put and everything. But his parents, uh, you know, were also very large, strong people and just like, what do you want to name your son? Uh, Magnus. <laughs> Uh, Magnus. <laughs> Son? That's how I always hope things get named. That's probably not right, but that's how I hope. What? Uh, I, 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 I dug in a little bit on the ski yoring, and okay. I learned a little bit about it. I learned uh, there's kind of a debate on where it started. Can I guess? 
Go ahead. Where there was snow. Yeah. Scandinavia, a lot of people, but China tries to also lay claim, lay, lay claim to it. They can't decide between Scandinavia and China. Whatever you're going to say, I know. <laughs> no, it's not. I it's already not. know is trouble, but I'm going to let you let it rip. I don't think it's trouble. I think, like, there's no fucking way they could know who invented this shit, because let me tell you what happened, right? Okay. The first, the, some fucking hill person, some baby that was born in the mountains was like, I'm going to go down the bottom of the mountain <laughs> when they got old enough. And they slipped and fell all the way down the mountain. They were like, I'm not even using my legs! <laughs> and they got to the bottom of the mountain, and then they stood up and they're like, well, flergen, gergen, flergen, flergen. And that means my pants are wet. So they hiked their skinny little ass back up the mountain and found something to slide down. And then they were like, oh, it's so hard when I get to the bottom. I, keep, I don't go anymore. Ooh, there's a horse. And then they strapped a fucking thing to a horse. Everyone invents this all the time. It's necessity. It's yeah, it's the, so one the one in Scandinavia, they said for like hundreds of years before it became a sport, uh, uh, people would take reindeers and put harnesses on them. Oh, and then they would uh, strap on Nordic skis. And that's the way that they would travel like any distance to that, deliver the gifts to all the children. Exactly. And all I could think about reading that paragraph is fuck the past is so stupid. <laughs> I can I can picture you. I can't picture you, but now I am reading this article, fuming. Yes, fuming. These dildos that sit around and think like, I just wish I could have lived in the 1800s. What are you talking about? No, I have the whole world on my cell phone right here, and those guys had to put boards on their feet and strap a rope to one of Santa's buddies just to visit their next door neighbor. The past is the worst. Yeah. We, I'm a big future guy. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> we used to take a ski rope and tie it to a snowmobile and then we'd get uh, a tube that you'd use in the water to go tubing and we would just rip through lakes and build jumps and shit. Oh yeah. And that, and we did that for fun, mm -hmm. not because we needed more food. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We were like, this is amazing. Then we're going to get in our car and go eat food. Someone else cooked for us. Well, this is relevant then. Uh, well, no, let me do this first. They, the Chinese people use dogs. They, they use teams of dogs originally. Okay. So the, the ski yoring is done one of three ways, horse, dog, or motorized vehicle, right? And go ahead. Uh, are you, do you have anything to say about this motorized vehicle thing? Not, I mean, I, I have something that, I have a question for you before it. Okay, well then I would like to just say, if you have a motorized vehicle, fucking get in there, hop in there. <laughs> you don't need to put skis on your feet. You got a fucking car, what's going on? Put the put all the shit in your car on the skis, trailer. I did it. I could have been alive back then. I'd have invented shit. What other animals? I was like, what other animals would be good yoring animals? I'm shortening it now. I'm a big yoring guy. What <laughs> other animals? And I've got. What if yoring means something completely <laughs> different without ski? It just means, it means bending your own penis into your butthole. I'm a big yoring guy. I like to get yored. You got people out in the crowd. You gotta split your nuts. Split your nuts. Go through the fjord. Split your nuts through the fjord. Tap it. Tap it once. Let them know you're there. Like a doorbell. Jog first. Get a good sweat going. That'll slide it through. 
Oh, shut up, jog first. I'd never be able to your. Oh, Chad, Chad Swift walk first. Get a nice, Thank get you. a nice water slide going. Uh, here's my three suggestions for other animals. One, big bunch of cats for a couple of reasons. Mm -hmm. One, I'm curious how many cats it takes to pull me on skis. Two, if you get a bunch of cats to cooperate at once, you deserve whatever prize is at the end of sure. that race. Uh, number two, how about just a big fucking hawk? You know, like one that you had to train. That's like kite surfing. See, that's the thing. You And that's part of the race now. You have to stay on the ground because if that hawk Willy Wonka's you off into the sun, that's not a victory. You're out. And you see, come with me, a world of pure imagination. And I'm just, I'd be in on a bear. Just something that could go, like an animal that could make it go wrong. Like, you, he better pull you, but if... <laughs> he's like, he's like the guy full of road rage in front of you. And he's just like, hurry up! And then he just hits his brakes and like, what? <laughs> um, hi! <laughs> Whatever you want, man. Whatever you, let's just stop for a while. This is the best thing, is that there's an event in Alaska called the Arctic Man Competition, which you can do your own, you can do your own work there and decide what sort of things happen there besides what I'm about to tell you. Well, I gotta tell you, the guy that was the best man in my wedding, Christian, mm -hmm. he went to uh, this, I'm assuming it's a similar thing where he went with a buddy, but it was in like Siberia. Oh. And you tell me what's going on here, and I'll tell you what he did. Well, you tell me what he did, because I promise you he didn't do what's going on here. Okay, there was, there was a ring of people, and then you had to fight and get to the ground a reindeer. That was one of them. What the yep. fuck? Then they cut out holes in the ice every, like, 10 yards or whatever. And I think I'm remembering this right. I'll call him and ask him. But every 10 yards... And you win in. So it's like the polar plunge. You're, but you have to swim underneath and you try to get to the furthest hole. You're reverse leapfrogging a frozen lake yeah. after fighting a reindeer? Yeah. And, wow. I, and I, I can't remember the other thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got to call. I think my brain shut down. That's amazing. And then you get out of that, and you got to try to get consent from this snowman over here. Like, what sort of? Could you imagine just someone who has wrestled a reindeer to the ground and swam eighty yards underwater with freezing water, and then at night they can't go to sleep because they're just outside with a snowman going, please. <laughs> Please, I'm in the lead. I need you to say yes, but they're so fucked up from the cold. They have no idea what's going on. So that is very different than what happens at the Arctic Man competition. Skiers, ski yachters, uh -huh. I think, that we've decided that's correct, are towed behind snowmobiles at speeds that travel up to 86 miles per hour. Alaska is a wild wasteland of insanity. Absolutely. 86 miles per hour? What the fuck are you talking? Have you ever stuck your hand out the window at like 19 miles per hour? Yeah. What are you guys doing? It almost rips your arm off at yes. the shoulder. Yeah. 86. You know when you're tubing behind a boat, you're like, yeah. we were going pretty fast. That's usually like 29 miles right. per hour. Can I can I give you the, the meeting? Can okay. I give you my idea of the yeah. meeting? <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you for coming. We're uh, going to head and uh, we need to pick the speed that we're going to go at behind the snowmobile on the skis. Uh, what do you think, John? 90? All right. Eric, how about you? You don't want to go 90 because you know at 88 miles per hour, <laughs> you go back to the future. 
okay, that's a good point, I guess. I've seen the movie. 86. Let's not do 87. That's too close. 86. Perfect. I know that's real dumb, but I really, that's, I really, that's right what hopped into my brain right when you said it. I mean, that, I think that completely made up for the cancer thing up top, so. Uh, I, I, it's good. That's like some addiction level shit, man. That's like where yeah. you're like, hey, let's, wouldn't it be weird if we like skied behind a snowmobile and then you're doing it like, this is, 30 miles per hour is fun, but I don't really feel like that danger. Like, I'm not erect while it's happening with, like, the scared boner. Is there any, can we jack it up a little bit here and you get up to 86 miles per hour? But that's, we've said it before, and I'll say that I love Alaska. I've been there. I love Alaska, but it's just important to acknowledge that it is a unique community of lawless yokels yeah. doing whatever they want, whenever they want, however they want. Here's my impersonation of a guy behind the snowmobile right before it starts to get up to 86 miles per hour. Oh, God damn it. Well, I guess it doesn't matter if I die. Everybody thinks I died in 9-11. Did I ever tell you? Never forget. Did I ever tell you about... We should end on the show there, but you know... <laughs> You know me, I'm always trying to put something unfunny after the funny. Did I ever tell you about uh, the flight we took in Alaska, my brother Jess and I? No. I was doing stand-up up there, and, you know, we're a little outdoorsy, and we wanted to kind of see the wilderness and maybe go fishing. And this guy who knew the people putting on the show told us, like, well, I got a plane. I'd do a guide service. And he had a float plane. Okay. And so it was amazing. We flew out into the middle of the Alaskan wilderness, fished off the floats. Oh, wow. Yeah. Also, there were a couple moments where I was like, this guy, this like would never get convicted for murdering us if it happened right now, but didn't super nice guy. Super cool. We fly back last. That night is like the last night of the week. And it's like the big community show. Like it's at this small theater thing. Everybody's there. Everybody knows this guy. It's, it's Alaska. You know, they all, they all share in that. Like, what did you do? Embezzlement. Interesting. I, I killed my cousin and his dog. Like they all, they all have this close knit community, but uh, we walked in and Everybody hadn't at that point knew we went with him and left and right. People were like, ah, I forget what the guy's name was, but like, can't believe you went up in the air with Jerry. And like, and we're like, what? He's like, ah, yeah, we call him Flipper. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean you call him Flipper? He had flipped multiple planes. And by the way, people in Alaska, because. Everybody flies planes to get everywhere. Like, there are high school basketball teams that take little planes to games because, hey, there's ice and water here. We can't get there without a plane. But uh, they are very casual about plane crashes up there. Yeah, you know who else flew in a plane? Richie Valens. Yes. And for our, for our listeners and hay bales, he's dead from a plane crash. Yeah. Yeah. He, he had dreams about plane crashes. They made him get on a plane in a storm in Iowa. He fucking died. Bummer. Pretty huge bummer. I gotta uh, go. I'm kidding. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, we do. We should go. Uh, but I, you know how I wanted to tell you one thing. I just wanted to run it by you. Uh, I like to. Th I think you and I. I think there are people who think we're relatively smart, but sure. I think you and I both know that's not <clears throat> totally accurate. Mm -hmm. Um. But I also think you and I both think comedy should be a certain level of smart. Right. But then I also think that you and I... Thinking going on. I think you and I know that that shouldn't always be true. Uh, so coronavirus. Yeah. Threatening a lot of stuff. 
You know what would go great with coronavirus is Lyme disease, because everybody knows can't have coronavirus out of Lyme. And just as a heads up, that actually wasn't Chad doing that impression. It was his neck hooch. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I didn't want Hold to on. Put... I'm shaking my head. It's, t it's curtsying. <laughs> Take a bow, neck hooch. Take a bow, neck hooch. And so uh, a lot of stuff being threatened. A lot of people are worried. Right. One of the things they're talking about is pushing back the Winter Olympics. Okay. And did you happen to notice uh, when they first mentioned that, how that news came out? I actually hadn't even heard that news. So the IOC... The committee... International for, Olympic Committee. They were like, we need one of our members to... Who says... We need one of our members to let the world know that there is a possibility that the coronavirus could affect this year's Summer Olympics. And they picked a man named Dick Pound. Yes. Where's he from? America? Humptown. I don't fucking know, man. I didn't get that far. I saw one tweet and melted down for two days. It said IOC member Dick Pound. And then I was like, it's over. I don't care what the rest of the tweet is. No one on your team was like, hey, I've been reading comment sections. Yeah. Should we ask any? What were the names of the other members? How, like, what was it? Sheila Vag and Tony Analstab? Like, what sort of fucked up names are on the Olympic Committee? And I know comedy's supposed to, like you say, it's supposed to be better than that, but you let Dick, member Dick Pound? Did you guys get a message from at Pussflip today? <laughs> Anybody? Anybody at all? Just me. Okay, great. I gotta go. All right, I love you. Goodbye. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m., so click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.